Hello, welcome to Seth's Inspiration Podcast, hosted by Sebastian Apia. We bring to you God-inspired teachings and insights that will transform your way of thinking and inspire you for greatness. And now, today's inspiration. We thank God for another opportunity to be in His presence and to study His Word. I believe that this word has come to change your life. This word has come to impact your life. This word has come to bless your life. So just open up your spirit as the word of God comes. Are we together? Uh, This morning we are tackling on the subject, how to make the word bless you. How to make the word bless you. Uh, The last time as we stood here and we shared the word of God, we spoke concerning all you need is the word. All you need is the word. And I believe that today's word is actually going to be a continuation of that word. Or let me say it is a series. It's it's a progression. It's a development from that word. So, uh, I mean, when we studied the word of God and we knew that we got to know that All we need was the word. Now, the question is that as I have heard the word of God, I as I have received the word of God, as I have come to encounter the word of God, how can I make this word that I have received make an impact in my life? How can I make this word that I have received bless me? That is what we're going to study this morning in just a few minutes and i believe that you are going to receive divine insights to be able to follow suit with the right actions that are going to bless your life Uh, so let us close our eyes and let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for giving us an opportunity once again uh, to study your word we pray father that you will bless me and you will cause your word that is coming through me to be a blessing to the people who are listening to me to the people who are receiving this word that is coming i pray And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How to make the word of God bless you. In our previous uh, series, All You Need Is The Word, we saw that the centurion asked Jesus that, Jesus, all I need is for you to speak the word and the bible said that jesus spoke the word and the word that was spoken to the centurion blessed the centurion the word that was spoken to the centurion manifested and this word brought healing to the servant of the centurion so it means that although all we need is the word The word of God becomes meaningless when it refuses to bless us. Although we need the word of God to solve our problems, the word of God becomes invalid when it does not bless us. However, before this word can be able to bless you, 
there is something that you need to do. Uh, there is something, there is a responsibility for the hearer of the word that can trigger the blessing of the word. There is something that you do for the word of God to bless you. There is something that you do for the word of God to become impactful to you. Are we together? Now, before we go deeper into how the word of God can bless us, I know that there are some people who are going to ask me that, Sebastian, what is the word of God? When we talk about the word of God, what are we talking about? When we talk about the word of God, what are we talking about? So I'm just going to run you through just something I call the three dimensions of the word, even before I explain to you on how the word of God can bless you. The thing, one thing you need to understand in the book of John, chapter number one, verse number one, can we quickly go to John chapter one and the verse number one, John chapter one and the verse number one, I'm reading. It said that for in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He continues by saying, the same was in the beginning with God. He was talking about the word. And verse 3, he said, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Watch this. In this scripture, the word of God was explaining to us what the word is. He said that for in the beginning was the word. And now in the verse number three, he said that all things were made by him. He was talking about the word of God and he uses a personal pronoun him for the word. So meaning that the word is a he. That means the word is a personality. So what is the word or who is the word? The word of God is a personality. So how can the word bless you? It means that how can the personality of the word bless you? Because based on this scripture, we have come to an understanding that the word is a person. The word is a personality. So he said that all things were made by him. And without him, without this word, who is a personality, without this word, nothing could have been made. If the word was not in existence, nothing could have existed. All things came as a result of the existence of the word. And this word that we are talking about based on this scripture is a person. So how can this person of the word become a blessing to us? How can the word become a blessing to us? And the same John 1, um, verse number 14, I'm reading. Verse number 14. He said that, and the word became flesh. This word became flesh. This word became a person and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. As the glory as of the only begotten son, full of the, of the father, full of grace and truth. Let me read it well. It said, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. So he said that this word or this word, who is a personality, he said that for it became flesh. He became flesh and dwelt among us the person of the word and we beheld the glory of the person of the word 
Meaning that the person of the word is full of glory. The person of the word is full of grace. The person of the word is full of truth. So how can we be blessed by the truth of the personality of the word? How can we be blessed by the grace of the personality of the word? Because the word is a person, is a personality. Just as, just as I'm a person and I'm speaking to you. You are a, a, a person and you are listening to me. Sometimes you speak back. The word is also a person. And this person has blessings for us. Are we together? The three dimensions of the word. Number two. The word is not just a person. But the word is also a force. The word is also a power. How did I know? Let's quickly jump to John chapter 6 verse number 63 john chapter 6 verse number 63 there is something very important that i want to show you john 6 63 i'm reading he said that for it is the spirit that quickened it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing the words that i speak unto you they are spirit and they are life so Jesus is saying that the words that is coming out of me, they are spirit and they are also life. So the spirit and the life of the word, when they come together, they become the power of the word. When they come together, they become the force of of the word so the word is a person number two the word is a power or a force in the book of genesis chapter number one verse number three coming down the bible said and god said let there be light and there was light and from the account of John chapter 1, verse number 3, 4 coming, you realize that God did everything according to his word. The word of God became the force of creation. The word of God became the power of creation. So the word is a person, but the word is also a power. The word is also a force. So Paul said that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus. This gospel of Christ Jesus is the word of God. And he said that for it is the power of God unto salvation. So the word is a person, but the word is also a power. The word is also a force. It is the force for creation. It is the force for salvation. It is the force for restoration. It is the force for impact. So how can the word, which is a power, how can the word, which is a force, a force for creation, a force for creativity, a force for impact, a force for salvation, a force for healing. How can this word bless me? What should I do to make this word, which I am saying that it is a force, 
It is a power. How can the word become a blessing to me? Because the word is a force. It is a power. In the Greek, it uses the word rema. Rema and pneuma. The words that I speak, they are rema. The rema that I speak, they are pneuma, they are spirit, and they are zoe. The word is life. The word is rema. The word is life. The word is spirit. It's talking about the, the force of the word. It's talking about the power of the word. Power to do work. Power to accomplish things. That is what the word of God is. And then, so, and then we go to the last dimension of the word. The last dimension of the word is found in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16. I'm reading. He said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Other versions will say, all scripture is breathed out by God. He said, all scripture. And it comes from the Greek word, graphi. In John 1, 1, he said that in the beginning was the Logos. The Logos was with God. In John 6, 63, he used the word rema, the rema that I speak. And in 2 Timothy 3, 16, he says all scripture, graphi. When we talk about graphi, we are talking about a written document. So the third manifestation of the word is the written document of the word. The word as a written document. So we have the word of God as a person. We have the word of God as a power or as a force. And then we have the word of God as a written document. Something that I am reading. And that is what we have as the Bible. The word as a person is Jesus. The word as a power or as a force or as life or as rhema as we talk about is the revelation that comes out of the word. The personal testimony and revelation that comes out of the word of God. Whether by prophecy, whether by the Holy Spirit, whether by a sermon, we are receiving a certain rhema of God. Like what I'm sharing with you, you are receiving a particular rhema from God. And then the third dimension, the written document, the graphic, the Bible, the Bible that you are given. And what is the purpose of the Bible? Like I said, the person of the word makes us enjoy the glory of God. The person of the word, Jesus, makes us enjoy the grace of God. Now, the power of the word makes us create things. It makes us accomplish things because power is the ability to do work. Now, we come into the written document, the graphy, what you are reading as the Bible. It is from this word graphy that we got the word graphic. Anything that is written, written document, a document, that which has been written down. Is that all scripture, the things that were written down, the things you are reading in the Bible, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. They are God's breath. They are God's inspiration for what purpose? He said they are profitable for teaching. So the word, 
the word of God, which is the written document, it was given to teach you. It was given to correct you. It was given to train you for excellence. At another time, I'm really going to go deeper into this. I'm just using this to introduce you to, I mean, uh, how the word will bless you. Because you need to understand some few things. He said that for this word is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. So what is the importance of the written document or the word? The written document of the word, which is the Bible, is given to you so that you can be complete, so that you can be fulfilled, so that you can be accomplished in every good work. God wants you to excel in the work you are doing. God wants you to excel in the business you are doing. God wants you to excel in that dream, that vision, that aspiration. That is why he has given you a word so that you can read this word and be fulfilled in life. So now we are seeing that we are surrounded by the three dimensions of the word. We are surrounded by the person of the word. We have the person of the word, Jesus. We have the power of the word, the rhema of the word. It comes to us every single day. We are listening to sermons. We are listening to preachings. We are going for programs. We are surrounded by the words of God. We are surrounded by the word. My boss, Mrs. Jackson uh, uh, once said something very important. She said that we are surrounded by words. Everything in life is full of words. The atmosphere, the air is full of words. It is charged with words. We are sending signals, words into the atmosphere. Our WhatsApp messages, they are full of words. Everything we are doing, the calls we are doing, they are full of words. On Instagram, they are full of words. We are in an atmosphere full of words. And the same comes with the word of God. We are surrounded by the word of God wherever you go. On Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever we go, we are surrounded by the word. But how can this word that we are surrounded with, this word that has become easily accessible, how can this word bless you? You see, that is the problem with most of us. We hear a lot of words. We hear a lot of sermons. But unfortunately, the words that we are hearing, the sermons that are coming to us, they are not a blessing to us. The sermons that we are hearing, they are not blessing us. But the word is given to you to bless you. The word of God is given to you to train you for excellence. The word of God is training you so that you can become complete and equipped for every good work. How can this word be a blessing to you? Number one, receive the word. The first key into making the word of God bless you or making the word of God become a blessing to you is for you to receive the word. For you to receive the word. You need to receive the word. You need to become a recipient of the word. So that is the first key. Become a recipient of the word. Receive the word. Deuteronomy 29 verse number 29. 
Deuteronomy 29, verse number 29, quickly. I'm reading. He said, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our sons forever, that we may observe all the words of this law. He said that for the secret things of God, eh, they belong to him alone. But the moment they are revealed to us, they are for us and for our children. A lot of people receive the word of God and they do not see themselves as recipients of the word. You were reading the word and it was talking about Israel. Where is Israel? Where are the Hebrews? Where is Moses? Where is David? Where is Solomon? Where is Paul? They are nowhere to be found. So when you go through the scriptures, the word of God, and you encounter promises, you encounter prophecies, you encounter covenants, you encounter great words of blessings that were bestowed on people in those Bible stories that you are reading, you need to become a recipient of that word you are reading. You need to become a recipient of that word you are hearing. You must receive the word. You must see yourself in the word. You must see that the word of God is talking about you. It is not talking about Elijah anymore because Elijah is nowhere to be found. You are that Elijah. It is no more talking about Samuel because Samuel is nowhere to be found. You are that Samuel in your generation. You are the David of your generation. You are the Samuel of your generation. You are the Abraham of your generation. You are the Paul of your generation. You are the Peter of your generation. You are the John of your generation. You are the Deborah of your generation. So the word of God is talking about you. You are the Isaiah of your generation. So when you see things in the word of God, precious promises, precious blessings, those blessings are for you. Therefore, you need to become a recipient of the word of God. Until you become a recipient of the word of God, the word of God cannot bless you. The word of God cannot impact you. The word of God cannot be a blessing to you. And that is why most of us are not being blessed with the word. Because as we were going through the scriptures, we saw that he was talking to Abraham. So we think that the word is for Abraham. But you don't know that you are the Abraham of your generation. Because Abraham is nowhere to be found. We are the seed and the offsprings of Abraham through Christ Jesus. You saw a word of prophecy and you think that it was talking about Isaac. My brother, you are the Isaac of your generation. So if Isaac sold, if Isaac made an investment and reaped, in, and reaped that investment in the same year. Now, since you are the Isaac of your generation, know that every investment and every input you make in your company, in your organization, in your institution, in your, in your bank deposit, whatever investments you make whether in businesses and whatsoever those investments are going to reap a thousand folds those investments are going to reap bountifully for you just as isaac's investment reaped bountifully for him because you are now the new isaac in your generation just as joseph 
found himself in a place. Joseph found himself in prison. Joseph found himself in inconvenient circumstances and situations, yet he prevailed and he became a a successful person. Know and understand that you are also the Joseph in your generation and you are also going to succeed. You are also going to prevail. You are also going to become great because you are the Joseph of of your generation. You are the Joseph in your family. You are that dreamer. You are that visionary. See yourself as the person the word of God is talking about. You need to become a recipient of the word. When we hear the word of God on radio, when we hear the word of God from TV, from social media, when we hear a word of prophecy about someone in a prophetic meeting, don't think that that word is for the person alone. Just because your name was not mentioned doesn't mean that you cannot become a recipient of the word. You need to become a recipient of the word. You are the one the word of God is talking about. Can I get an amen? Deuteronomy 30 verse number 14. He said, but the word is very near you, just as the word is near you. He said, but the word is very near you. The word is in your mouth and in your hearts that you may observe it. The word, the word of God is in your heart. The word is in your heart that you may observe it. I'm reading again Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse number 14. But the word is very near you. The word is in your mouth. You are always talking about the word. It is in your heart. Recipients of the word. I want you to put your right hand on your chest and say from today, I am going to be a recipient of the word. Say from today, I am going to receive the word of God. The word that I'm receiving right now, I receive the word of God into my spirit. I want you to begin to confess and declare that every word that I have seen in the Holy Scriptures, those words are for me. Those words are talking about me. I declare myself a recipient of the word from today in the name of the Lord Jesus. I am who the word of God is talking about. I receive the blessings of the word. Begin to confess this all over this place. Say, I receive the blessings of the word. I receive the abilities of the word. I receive the promises of the word. I receive the prophecies of the word. I receive the goodness of the word. I receive the glory from the word. He said that, but... The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld its glory. We beheld the glory of the word of God. See, in the name of Jesus, I behold all the glories of God that are in his word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's inspiration with Sebastian. I believe you are inspired. This podcast was brought to you by friends and partners of Seb's Inspiration. Connect with Seb's Inspiration on all social media platforms, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We hope to have you tune into our channel next time.
Live to inspire others.